You're listening to Misunderstood Podcast, where we're setting the record straight on all things misunderstood. I'm your host, Kelly Hall, pageant runner-up, model, speaker, entrepreneur, pageant queen, and U.S. Navy lieutenant. I may have never won a Miss USA title, but I am the queen of being misunderstood. Welcome to the show, guys. All right, welcome to the show, guys. I'm really excited because I have a extremely special person, not just guest, on the pod today. And in true real-life fashion, it's been about 72 hours since the proposal, and we had to stop our original recording because our dog was so annoying. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't leave us alone. That way. So real life just hitting us in the face, and he just kept crawling up yeah. your pants leg, wanting to be a part of the podcast. Dale needs to stay in his lane. Anyways, we're on the show today to talk about how you asked and mm-hmm. how the proposal went. And everybody wants to know the juicy details, and so do I. It went flawlessly. So it went flawlessly, but I have to get into the nitty gritty okay. of the deets for the people. I want to hear the deets. So okay. it was Saturday, October 24th <laughs> at 5 30 p.m. And that's just setting the scene. But I want to dig into before that just a little bit. Okay. So, first, do you feel any differently? Because I kind of feel different. <laughs> It's definitely weird seeing a ring on your finger. Every time I see you, that's weird. And then it, it's just fresh. So. When you see the ring, are you like, whoa, like, where'd you get that ring from? Are you like, that's <laughs> no, it's weird. Just, yeah, it's just <laughs> weird to see on your finger, but it's still fresh. Like we did Saturday, of course. And it's then so sparkly. Most of our family and friends are East Coast. So like Sunday was talking to a ton of people and it trailed into Monday, and then even today, we started getting like gifts and stuff. So it's just, I feel different. Yeah, I feel like old. <laughs> I feel like now I'm old. Like I was getting ready this morning, and I was parting my hair, and I was like, "Well, when I see sparkling things like this on people's left hand, I'm like, yeah. she's really old and wise. She's mature. She's married." And yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, that's gonna be me. It's crazy. <laughs> it's definitely different, especially even like at work saying. That you and your fiance are doing something. Fiance is weird, but I love the sound of it. To a boyfriend or girlfriend. Also, can you please give the listeners a little bit background on like your emotional journey to find love with Kelly Hall? So was this like yesterday or the day before you decided I was the one or did you like kind of always know like deep rooted where you like, Mm. I'm not really sure about this girl. So we're just going to see where this relationship goes. Like kind of what was that journey like? into choosing me as the one and only oh boy well there uh, is no wrong answer except there are lots of wrong answers so don't answer it wrong (laughs) i'll uh save my first answer then and hey so i guess originally like the first couple dates you don't know anything so you can click with somebody but you you don't know for sure and then i think just my style is like how you were in front of family and friends and that was your style Yeah. The well, way, like, what kind of style? Because the way you acted in front of family and friends was huge to me, where maybe for others it's not. Wait, what was that a style for? My dating style. Oh. Wait, it's not like you brought a ton of people around your family. Well. 
<laughs> I gotcha. So really, it was just me. Little do you know. Hey! Uh, <laughs> okay, we're going to have to have a separate conversation off the pod. Okay. <laughs> we won't have that conversation. But Okay, so you wanted to see how I acted. It's not like I was like a total stranger. I mean, we were set up on a blind yeah. date, but we knew who each other was before that. Well, in like yeah. social settings. Social settings, yeah. Nothing like personal, though. And then you were just like blown away mm-hmm. as you got to know me, mm-hmm. essentially. Well, yeah, I guess you were, and then I was after. Can we get some a little enthusiasm from you about how you fell in love with me? Like, come on. Is the champagne over here not strong enough? Like, someone pour him another glass. No, seeing you, in, seeing you in front of family was huge. That was a big aspect. And then just everything. I mean, we never really had a situation where we're like, Well, we, this is it. Yeah, I don't know. Call it quits. Red flag. <laughs> I feel like that... I think over time is what gave me so much confidence because unlike you, because I was trying to pry this answer out of him and it didn't work, but I feel like I had the moment where I knew and it came pretty quickly and it was only within like two months of us being exclusive, but it's when you took me home. And when you took me home and I was around your family and I was in your childhood home and I was like talking to your mom and I saw you with your dad and like I saw that side of you, but I also it felt it felt right. Like all of that felt right, and I was kind of like, "Oh my goodness, this is crazy." And yeah, that was like the final piece for me. So at that point, I knew I was in trouble because I was supposed to be moving. Yeah, no. like six. I remember having that conversation with your parents the first time I met them. I don't think they knew that before I got there because this was like January. And I remember telling them like, oh, I'm moving to Los Angeles in June. It was supposed to be June at the time. And they were like, oh, oh well, yeah. nice to meet you. Bye. <laughs> well, <I don't, laughs> no, they didn't yeah, say that. No, but, they, but then obviously everything worked they, out. Um, I don't think they were. They probably weren't thrilled because they knew. They probably knew when you came home that time that there was a chance. And so small little chance. I'm sure they weren't thrilled to think that I would be moving. Now that we've been in Los Angeles for a year, I kind of forget that this was such a big ordeal for such a long time. Like when we started dating, by the fifth day, I told you I had orders to Los Angeles. And at that point, I wasn't even like super emotionally attached to you. And I know that because I was like, okay, if he doesn't want to see me anymore because I'm moving, totally cool. Like we can be friends. Obviously, five days after that, I would have been like crushed if you had said like no. But I remember being at that time like pretty okay with it. And then when you said, no, I'd like to keep seeing you. I mean, we talked about this for like every day for like seven months. It was like, are you going to move with me? Are you not going to move with me? Like this is what would be happening if you moved. Well, you got the extension too. So that Yeah, that's true. So February. Because I was actually concerned about it. Yeah. Because it was so – It was so quick. Not like concerned about the moving part, but I knew – I thought – like I was going to – potentially stay in Ohio for at least so three to, more months. So to set too. the timeline, Austin and I started dating fall of 2018 in which I already had orders in hand to leave. And I was supposed to report to Los Angeles in June of 2019. So that gave us a whopping eight months together. Yeah. Like less, less than that. Mm-hmm. Um, in which you said you'd like to date me up until I leave, essentially. But then, after lots of prayer, thank 
seriously, thank you, God. Um, he always has a plan. <laughs> Shout out to God. Um, <laughs> if he's listening, he probably is. February of 2019, I seriously like God, like he like put his hand down on my commanding officer and my commanding officer called me and was kind of like, what do you think about fulfilling the rest of your year here as a recruiter so we can make mission? And that meant staying until at least October. Yeah. And I was like, oh, mm. and I personally, that meant the world because obviously that was several months later for you mm. and like added insurance for you and like time for us to get to know each other better and like keep dating. And yeah. I mean, that was a difference between me moving in June and me moving in mm. October. <laughs> so yeah, then I got the extension and I wasn't moving until October 31st. Yeah. It would have been super, like, it would have just been really hard because I know I was there with you, but it was tough to, like, I still was processing leaving. Same. The only place I've ever lived, family, friends, all that. So that extra three months definitely helped make me more I was processing, like, you doing that for me because early on I wasn't comfortable with it. I was like I cannot ask this guy or let him move to Los Angeles. Well, I just felt so bad cuz we've been dating under a year. I'm like I can't have you do that. Like we haven't, <clears throat> you know, we've been dating for X amount of months. Like we need time, we need time. Like that was the what was not on our side was time and then yeah. we got the time and then after we got the time <clears throat> together it was like we can't live without each other. Yeah. That's Kelly, how I felt. Kelly does this thing where she says she can't ask me but then she Drop subtle hints along the way. I never asked you to move. You shut your mouth. No, but you drop subtle hints like. Yeah, like I was like, I, you know, will be really far away and you'll really miss me. And it's just going to be really sad for you. And you were like, oh man, that sucks. I don't want to be that far away from you. And I was like, (laughs) I know, like my face and my jokes and my smile, like won't be around. You keep bringing up the jokes, but. Yeah, because I think that is the number one thing you love about me. That's the number. There's not the only funny part about Kelly is the fact that she's so clumsy that she'll like, <laughs> she'll like the other day she was, what were you pu- pulling or something? You were pulling something and either way she punched herself in the face. <laughs> oh, I was moving furniture. Oh yeah. And I was she was moving trying a to, mattress she was trying to move a mattress by pulling the tag. So Literally the tag on the mattress. and then It was really sleep. like solid. Whatever. Long story short, I didn't want your help moving the mattress because I was confident I could move it on my own. Shout out independent women. And I ended up, my hand slipped and it punched you right in the eye. <laughs> and it was like a real punch, <laughs> like real like girthy punch yeah. in the eye. And I got so upset because you just laughed yeah. at me. And I was like, I'm really in pain. Get me some ice, and you're like still laughing, and you had to have a conversation with you about caring Kelly, about your woman. Yeah, well, Kelly's the uh, girl who cried wolf. Wolf? Why did you say wolf? <laughs> There's an L in that. <laughs> wolf. <laughs> and absolutely not. Anyways, I'll hit her, and she'll go ow, 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 and then she'll laugh after, and so. <laughs> <laughs> the one time she like this happens probably eight times. Then one time she'll actually be hurt, and then she literally gets mad at me because I don't care for. Her. Well, I just feel like because I'm such a seasoned actress that when there's some sort of like pain being alluded in my direction, I need to react the way I'm supposed to, and I need to say "ow." So sometimes. You're like lightly tap me and I'll be like, ow. You're like, I barely touched you. And I'm like, oh, that's right. <laughs> I shouldn't have said ow. But then other times, 
You, like I just am physically hurting. Like when I punch myself in the <laughs> eye, and you started laughing. Yeah, I'm like, can you get me ice or act concerned? Like now I'm your fiance. You have to take care of me. I mean, I can take care of myself, I but get, I still want you to get me ice in those situations. I did get you ice. Thank you. Remember? Yeah, because I asked you to. <laughs> you weren't like, oh no, baby, let me well, go get you some ice. Yeah, but it was it was funny at first, so. I couldn't get the ice until. I need you to vow to me right now on this podcast for proof that in any sort of clumsy situation moving forward, even if it's funny, if I'm in pain, you need to put my health first and take care of me and say, honey, are you okay? First, before laughing. Okay, just, but there's going to be, I don't know. I need you to promise me that. There's a caveat because you'd be a little, sometimes I got to giggle a little bit because you never know. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes your owls are so dramatic that you know they're fake. You know what I mean? That's not true. Yeah. Fake owls. so much I could say about this. But anyways. Let's move on. I think we're really digging into the specifics here. Also, I love how you're chatting about all the things you love about me. It's basically what I got. Mm -hmm. And the underlying theme there is that I'm funny, even though you won't admit it. Like, who else is going to give you this much humor? No one. Me. I'm the funny one. And you get to be with me for the rest of your life. So, again, digging in further, the ring. <laughs> yeah. I so need I to know. Uh, I need to know about the journey of the ring. Like, you told me some specifics on Saturday, and I was really surprised. So, can you tell the audience, like, how did this ring come about? Like, did you... Did you always have it on you? Was it hiding? Like, did you just get it a week ago? Like, tell me, please. <laughs> well, I knew like the style you wanted, not really any other details besides that. Because um, I'm not picky. Yeah. I didn't care, honestly. I really didn't care. A but, lot of people are, have asked me like if I'm going to be like really picky about the wedding or about the ring or about whatever. And I was like, I I liked the pear shape. That was it. <clears throat> that was the only direction I led you in. And he killed it. Yeah. So I knew from there, like, it's crazy. I knew nothing about rings at all. Like, I don't even think I've ever looked at one besides you my mother's. You thought so. that the engagement <clears throat> ring and the wedding ring were the same thing. Yeah. It should this be. This is how little... No. It literally should be. The engagement ring is when you get engaged and the wedding ring is when you get married. Yeah, but the engagement ring is way cooler than the wedding ring. Because the wedding ring is just a band, right? It is just a band, but would we, then see. we get two of them. I mean, you wear one. Yeah, but you don't have like the diamond. That's uh-huh. what cool. I can get a diamond wedding ring. Well, like you don't have like the this. The like big, this. well, yeah. Because yeah. the reason why. This so is that's cool. Actual that's fact, part. you can find it on Wikipedia. Don't look it up. But I think that the diamond is to be so flashy. So people are like. Dang, she got locked down and it scares everyone away. And like no one has any doubts that you're taken. And then the wedding is just that added reassurance now that you like just to just to yeah. clarify, like you're for sure off the market. But the wedding ring has to be flash or the engagement ring has to be flashier so that way no one thinks twice or like, wow, she's definitely she's she's off the yeah. market. I was just gonna the let, initial shock let you pick the wedding ring. I'm for sure going to be yeah. involved in that process. So anyways, I, I knew like the style and then turns out there's a bunch of different styles within the <laughs> shape you pick and clarity and all these other things I had no clue about. Look at you so. dropping the word clarity. Yeah. 
It's because I, I like that song a lot. Anyways, I just went in and looked at a bunch of styles and found what I liked and then was able to end up getting it. Did you have it? I probably had it. So I didn't even have engagement plans or anything like that. And I I probably had the ring for six to eight months. I was blown away by that fact because all of my friends, when I was like, Austin hasn't proposed yet, but I think he has a ring. They were like, I think you're 100% wrong because there's no way a guy is going to get a ring and then sit on it. Because a lot of my friends, now husbands, they would get a ring and literally propose the next day because they were so excited. And I was like, I don't think Austin's the same way. I think he has a ring and he's just been sitting on it for a really long time now. Turns out I was right. (laughs) Why did you sit on it for so long? When did you decide you were going to propose? I think there's a few different factors of why, but... Well... Okay, you got the ring, and then you were like, okay, I'm going to propose to her. But then what was the timeline like? I just knew, like, planning-wise, I would figure it out. I just So I got the ring, but then I also started a new job, and COVID hit, and all these other factors came into play. So and you didn't want to be a quarantine proposal? No, not at that time. Like, I did. I thought about it, but then I realized, I don't know, like, everything just changed when that happened, and so I just put things on hold. So I was trying to figure out, I was trying to deal with COVID with you and figure out a new job. And then, and just the first three months of COVID, it was like panic mode for everybody. Yeah. Looking back, I I know I've wanted to propose for a long time, obviously. Mm -hmm. Why would I not want you to propose? Because I love you. But I'm really happy with the way things worked out. Because had you proposed before COVID... Mm -hmm. I would have probably already been planning the wedding just like I am right now. And it's only been 72 hours. And then I would have been devastated Mm -hmm. and confused because the pandemic hit. And then the summer, I don't know. I just feel like the timing just all worked out because you were adjusting to your new job. And well, there's no one to celebrate with. And so at least now with the holidays right around the corner, we can actually celebrate with family and friends and all that. Yeah. I love the timeline. It was just so uncertain. I mean, Tyler, my brother, and his fiance's wedding had to get canceled because of COVID. So like seeing all these things happen and then thinking if you get engaged and you're going to have to wait like over two years, we're still waiting two years now. Potentially. Potentially. We'll see. TBD on the old wedding date. Okay. So you figured out the fall. This is what I'm coming to understand. Yeah. Figured out the fall. fall. Mm -hmm. But when did you decide what date and how to do it? How did you decide how to do it? So I you had, blew me away. We're going to get into in a minute exactly what you did. But how did you come up with this idea? Just a lot of research online. <laughs> like what research? Like how well, to propose live, to a girlfriend? Not, not like how to propose. There was more. You really just got to figure out the spot. Because like in Ohio, you know, I knew everything. So I didn't have to do any research. But out here, we hadn't explored enough to know where to go. So I had to do a ton of research online and just look at photos and find places and then Oh, it just, we got, I got lucky because it just so happens that Danny, our photographer shot with you probably four or five times and ended up kind of being a friend at that point to you. So, so what made you decide? So <clears throat> you decided on El Matador State Beach. That's what it's called. Yeah. So it was the prettiest beach I've ever been to in my entire life. That wasn't like, even plan one. What was plan one? Well, I looked at like, 
there's like conservatory, kind of like Franklin Park Conservatory uh-huh. in Columbus. There's places like that out here, but they're all so strict and you have to purchase their photographer or, Ew. yeah, or like, they'll be like, you can't really do it. Like you can't really do a proposal here. And if you get caught, you could get kicked out. So <gasps> like, I don't want to deal with all that. Oh shit. my gosh. Restriction <laughs> yeah. city. A lot of added stress, especially with COVID. So. No, I actually would have much, I, I mean, I'm biased now because it's how you did it, but like. Looking back, I would have much preferred what you did. Right. And I just figured, too, you do engagement photos wherever you want. You can pick after that. So the beach is sweet. It's El, cool. El Matador. So that was the second place you found? Um, I mean, there was a bunch of different places I, I saw. What made you pick it? I just like the aesthetic. The aesthetic. <laughs> Look at you. I know. I, didn't, I literally didn't want to say that word. because You I knew picked up that word that. because of me, 100%. That's not true at all. So anyways. The aesthetic. Yeah, Kelly's never used that word. Listen to her podcast, and then, <laughs> and so I just liked it. It was cool, and I guess it, it kind was of made, really pretty. Google El Matador State Beach yeah. in Malibu, California. The rocks so are sweet, pretty. and it. I knew that we could take photos like on those the rocks were so big. I know they were kind of like <laughs> small planets. Like, how did they form? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. It's I need kinda, to Google that actually, like right now. It's cool because the beach feels like it's not part of LA because. No. You could when you're walking on the beach, it's like all wet. It's because it's so those cliffs make you make it's it so uh, pretty. Yeah. Like waves I wanna go almost, back tomorrow. It's, it's a cool so looking beautiful. beach. Okay, so you've picked the location. <clears throat> yep. What how did you feel when you decided like for sure that that's where you went? When was this? Like how many months ago was this? How only many weeks a, ago? Only a couple months. So for months you knew you wanted to propose to me at El Matador State Beach? Well, so I think like a couple months I found it. But I didn't know for certain. And then when we got closer to it, I was like, okay, this makes most sense. So probably like a month, month and a half out, I knew it was to be out of Matador. And then how did you come up with everything else? Okay, so my one requirement was I wanted a photographer. Yeah, that, that was, was it. That yeah. was the only thing I ever asked of you was to have a photographer because it's not even about Instagram, although I do love having my photos, obviously. But I knew that I would black out. <laughs> and I would not remember anything. And as we all know, like when those moments pass you by, that's all you have, you know, later. So even like today, I've like literally looked through our engagement album like easily yeah. eight times. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I think the f- like the flower petal, I, I didn't really have like many options. I didn't really go back and forth because a beach is a beach and it's hard to go all out when you're there because it's like even that beach is just super cool on its own. And so I figured the rose petals would actually give it like a little more character than just being on a beach, right? And so... So you came up with the rose petals? Yeah. But I definitely... Aww, I mean, babe. I can't really say I did that on my own because my brother did it and we helped with that. And I, Well, rose petals are, I mean, most commonly used whenever you're proposing. It's not like you're the first person ever to do that. Yep. But <laughs> you, you still you had them like shaped and everything was so beautiful. I yeah. know that you didn't do that. Danny, but. the photographer, probably made the best heart I've ever seen in my And life. our whole lives. Did you know someone reached out to me on Instagram? And I don't know how they found me, but they said they have photos of her drawing yeah. a heart yeah. in the <clears throat> sand in order to map it uh, out. Really? Yeah. One thing I definitely didn't plan was 
where I didn't realize how packed the beach was going to be. And so <laughs> once Danny was there and set up the heart, it attracted a crowd. And I was not, it did attract a crowd. I was not prepared so, for 20 people to be watching. Okay, let's get into the day of. So I'm going to preemptively, or I'm going to print that with, I was very suspicious because, well, number one, we were already in like that place in our relationship where I knew we were probably going to get engaged soon. Like no one was shocked. No one was surprised because we, it was a long time coming for us. But secondly, I knew when the day was finally here, I would have some sort of large suspicion because Austin Davis, the Rocky, doesn't plan anything. You are not a planner whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's not part of your build. It's not part of your character. It's just who you are. That's fine. I'm going to marry you anyways. I've come to terms with this fact that you don't plan. But I always knew I was going to be suspect because if you had a plan, clearly it was probably a proposal. So like three weeks ago, you were like, oh, I have a date planned on the 24th. And I was like, that sounds promising. For, for the record... I also probably went on four or five dates with Kelly and every time she thought I was going to propose. So, Well, that is actually what helped in your favor because at that point I had gone on four or five dates with you and he hadn't proposed yet. So I was like, okay, this could be just another date where he doesn't propose. So That's it kept key. me like on the limb, you know, <clears throat> just on the edge of my seat. But you went out of your way like three weeks prior to be like, hey, Kel, we have a date on the 24th. And I was like... Yeah, That's weird. Why are you planning birth- so far in advance? Remember I planned your birthday really far in yeah, advance? Yeah, but my, it's my birthday. Like, we all know my birthday is coming. It's not a shock every year. So. Yeah, but you still thought it was going to happen. I did. My birthday was at the La Quinta Resort, mm-hmm. which is literally where The Bachelorette is being filmed right now. Pardon me for <clears throat> thinking you were going to propose there. That's how beautiful it is. We, I didn't know that, though. Well, I didn't know that at the time, but I'm saying like that's the context of how beautiful that place was. You took me to this like gorgeous resort and I'm thinking, well, this has got to be it. Like when are we ever going to be anywhere more beautiful? Turns out El Matador State Beach was that it more beautiful, but so. Went with the free option. Yeah, the free option. Uh Not not really because you're the photographer. But so I I did suspect that it might be that day, but I also knew I could be bamboozled. Because you had bamboozled me before. Mm-hmm. But you were so calm, like days leading up to it, the day of. Like, I was waiting for you at some point to like show that you were nervous and then I would confirm it. I'd be like, oh, because you're normally flustered. You <laughs> always, that's your like third favorite word. You're always like, I'm flustered. I'm flustered. Yeah, but I yeah, get I'm flustered, flustered over more simple, like sports, I get flustered over. That's not true. You get flustered about the podcast. Like you're like, I'm flustered. The podcast does get me flustered. I know. You're all you're it very frequently flustered. We always have to this is what happens in the podcast. We start the podcast. Kelly's like, we're just gonna talk about this. And then she asks some sort of hard hitting question that That's I good journalism, well, folks. I might as well be in an interview for a job. You are in then, an interview. It's called the podcast. So yeah, I get flustered and then we have to restart. Well, somehow your flustered pants were not on on Saturday because you just very calmly went on about your day and just you were more stressed about the Ohio State game in the morning than you were about getting engaged. I can say that with absolute certainty. 
Yeah, but it also helps that they won because then my stress levels were gone. Mm-hmm. You see, we're just no longer stressed. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they didn't win, they would have been potentially would have had to push the engagement a full weekend. Yep. Well, that would have made me really upset. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love right. the Buckeyes. But I wouldn't actually have done that. And getting in the way of the ring. I would have been more stressed. So I was suspicious and I started getting ready for the date and I bought a dress for the date and somehow by the grace of God, I had like the most amazing hair and makeup day. That was really cool. But I felt, I was like really excited. And then you like bust out a suit jacket. And I was like, well, this is strange because you haven't worn that suit jacket in like two years. (laughs) Yep. And then you just kept saying, it's really, really nice. It's well, really, really nice. So mm. I thought we were going to Nobu and Malibu because you know how badly I want to go there? Mm-hmm. Sushi. Duh. I know. So yeah. I thought that that's what the plan was. So my suspicion was that we were going to Nobu and then maybe you were going to propose yeah. after. I had a, f- well, one, I tried to play it so that you would think we were going to Nobu, but, and we were originally going to after. Originally, I was going to actually do Nobu after the proposal, but I figured at that point, like, why not be with friends and family? Because that's who wants to see you. And so, but yeah, I I planned that. But I also knew, like, you had this dress that you just bought. You were super pumped to wear. So I also knew that in the back back of your head, you thought it was happening. So I just went with it. So then why did you ask me later? Like, did you know? Did you know? Because I, I wanted to know if you like knew, I more was curious when you thought it would happen. Oh. Like, I didn't know if you thought we were going to do dinner and then it would happen or like we would do. Well, so we're all dressed. We're all ready to go. You're in your suit jacket. I'm in my beautiful little maxi dress. And then we hop in the car. It's like maybe four o'clock and we hadn't eaten anything since the morning. And all of a sudden the GPS says like an hour and 20 minutes. And I was like. Hour 10. All right. We have to stop correcting me. Whatever. It was a while. Kelly's done. Finally, she's at an hour 20, but it started at like two hours. It's not. I've never said that. And then it was an hour 45 and then an hour 30. Okay. That's literally a lie. But we get in the car and it's a long drive. And I was confirmed it was probably Malibu because that's the only thing that made sense. And then we start making our way up to Malibu and I'm so excited to answer or ask this question. We're in the car. While we're in the car, you were playing all these like super romantic EDM songs. Like it was like, I found love. You are the one. I love you. Like different song. Like it wasn't like bomb, 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 bomb. Like let's take some shots. Let's go. Like it was like romantic songs. Did you plan that? No. <laughs> you did it? It's just like your subconscious? Yeah, no. It was just my whole, it was my entire library. It was just on shuffle. No, because you were skipping some songs. Well, I was skipping. But you were because, playing very romantic well, songs. Well, I have, I have some hip hop and some other stuff. That you did Kelly throw on like. one Pitbull song, but <laughs> the Pitbull song was Time of My Life. I didn't though. I just skipped. I know Kelly's style. So essentially I was just playing only the music she liked it for the drive. No, but it was all romantic. Well, I didn't pick that it up. It was to be like I knew you were alluding to something deeper. There's no such thing as romantic EDM. Yes, it is. Because like Griffin's like nobody compares to you. Like that was like the theme. Yeah, but for me, I like I'm just like wow, that's a great song. I'm not like wow, this is romantic EDM. I know, but I think subconsciously because you're about to propose, you were playing romantic stuff. Romantic EDM doesn't exist. 
Anyways. It exists. What do we got? Go check out Austin's playlist. <laughs> What's next? I was just curious because I think he subconsciously <laughs> did that. But we're making our way up and we're driving and we're driving and we're driving. And it seemed to go back to pretty quick. And then I still thought we were going to Nobu. And then we keep driving up Malibu, up the PCH, pretty cliffs, pretty sea to our left. Wahoo, wahoo. Killer whales <laughs> out there for sure. Positive of that fact. And as we're driving... And get closer and closer Here to the final destination, that's when I saw El Matador State Beach on your GPS. And I was very sure at that Turns point. out. I was El- like, why are we going to the beach first? Because I thought we were going to dinner first. <laughs> Turns out El Matador has the steepest hills and stairs on the way to the bottom of the beach you're skipping ahead that exists so we arrive at el matador state beach and you also alluded that you might have snacks because we were both hungry and i was like okay maybe it's a picnic or something but when we arrived there you didn't pull anything like you pulled nothing out of your trunk like (laughs) no picnic basket no blanket no nothing so then i was like all right again this is promising because it's just our two human bodies going down to the beach. I don't like, want to carry a ton of stuff down the steep stairs. I know, but I'm saying like that alluded to a proposal because okay. it was just us. Uh-huh. It, there was no like basket to throw me off. So then we started marching down to the beach and yes, it was a legitimate cliff that we were climbing down. Yep. And I was in Didn't plan five for inch heels and I was kind of struggle sitting, struggle city-ing it. Ooh, that didn't sound great. No. Normally I say struggle city, but anyways, it was struggle city for me. I'm going down this cliff. I was having, I was getting And I couldn't take nice my shoes off because it was like rocks. And then we get to the stairs and the stairs, there's like 50 stairs and they're really steep and they're sandy. Only 25. This is Kelly's. Oh my God. Can you stop parking me? Are you going to do this for the rest of our lives? She's adding stairs. <laughs> just like the time. <laughs> So we're going down the stairs, and when I was going down those steep stairs to the beach, that's when I saw in the corner of my wee little <clears> eye <throat> some rose petals. And I remember thinking, yeah, there I either right it's for me and don't look because I don't want to ruin the surprise, or it's not for me and I'm going to find out in 10 seconds anyways. So I just looked down, and I didn't look over to my left but I could have like very easily seen like the rose petals. So I like looked down, looked down, looked down. And I'm so happy I did that because as soon as we get got down the steps and we turned left to the cliff, I immediately saw Danny. Mm-hmm. Danny like pops out of the bushes and she has this adorable yellow sweater on, my signature color. And she has this huge smile. And that's when I lost it. Like as soon as I saw her, I started freaking <laughs> out and I was like hyperventilating because I knew and then I looked to my right and then I saw the rose petals perfectly shaped in a bachelor sized heart on the ground and I was like oh my god it's happening right now and I don't know how you were so calm (laughs) like I'm still I'm flustered like how who are you like who are you this calm cool collected man that's been hiding our whole relationship that's not even true absolutely not you are not calm cool collected well you think you are but most of the time you're flustered i'm collected (laughs) in critical moments around me you're like i'm stressed like (laughs) typically you like lose it but 
I'm hysterically crying. Of course, put everything together in 0.07 seconds. And you like grab my hand and you're like, like yeah. follow Neither me. of us really remember what happened. And you just, I remember you like leading me toward the center of the circle. And the heart. then, yeah, of the heart, all the rose petals. And then we noticed the crowd. But I feel like there's a crowd, the crowd of people waiting for us because Danny put the flower petals on the cliff and everyone kept trying to take pictures inside the heart. She yeah. was like, get out of this. There's going to be a proposal. So then people were like, ooh, can I watch? And so when we got there, there were like 20 people. You would have thought those people were like our aunts and uncles. They were so invested. They were like, oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Yay. Like they were like giving all the sound effects. And I was like, is that Jackie? Like who is that? That's so happy for me right now. And then when you – stood there and started speaking that's when like everything started going dark so there's definitely a significant amount of time when like everything was blurry i was just looking at you i didn't notice anything else around me and when you got on your knee still blacked out don't remember anything and i only remember a few things at the end which will be remain a secret because i want that to be special for us but ultimately you said will you marry me how did I? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. What were you thinking? Plot twist. Well, surprise ending. What were you thinking in that moment when you like led me over to the circle? Like, what were the thoughts going in your head when you were walking down the stairs, getting ready to turn? And I, well, I didn't know for certain where the rose petals were. So, like, I think in my head, I was just like, okay, where, like, I didn't know which set of stairs they would be on because there's all these different, like, little, there's like three sets of stairs and cliffs. So I didn't know where it was. So at first, I was like, okay, I got to figure out where this is. And then once we got there, it was just, I knew you were going to know pretty much once you saw it. And so, yeah, I don't know. What were you thinking? Just like, this is, I guess I was in my head, I was like, all right, this is it. This is it. That was pretty much it. And how did you perfectly craft those words? By not writing, not writing anything before. Because as soon as I write something and then I try to perfectly just disp- like repeat it, if I mess up one thing, I mess up the entire thing. So it was so beautiful. I always am better on my just from. Well, baby, you did amazing. I was so blown away. Ugh, sorry, our dog's being annoying and he's playing with my chair. Everything was so amazing. I was in pure shock. Like shock, shock. I was completely in shock. I don't think I've ever been more shocked in my entire life. <laughs> and and it's funny because I was suspicious all along. Like, but I was still shocked because I didn't expect to feel the way that I felt. And in that moment, like it was just indescribable. Like that, just that moment that you wait for your entire life. Obviously, making that commitment to each other. And so Danny was like, photos, like, let's take pictures. And I was like, I don't even know what to do with my hands right now. Like, I'm freaking out. And I was a mess and I was bawling. But we ended up getting some really, really beautiful photos at El Matador. And we were there for a little bit. And then, of course, on the way home, called friends and family, called yeah. our family. And then by the time I got back to the apartment, you had set up an amazing little surprise for me. So we had, yeah, we had all our close friends, friends here yeah. from Los Angeles waiting and my sweet friend Christian baked some cupcakes and set up this beautiful table and they pop poppers and Dale tried to eat all the confetti and then he also tried to eat a cupcake and that was bad news bears but it was 
so, so beautiful. I just could not, I was so overwhelmed. I don't think. Yeah, we had to clean up before we even celebrated because Dale was trying trying to eat all the confetti. I think today was the first day I started feeling a little bit more like normal again because I was on cloud nine for 48 hours. work as well. Like we, you just kind of go back to work after the weekend. Yeah. I don't know though. I was, I was waking up at like 5am for the last two days. Cause I was so excited. Yeah. I was like so excited to wake up and like, remember what happened. I was like, I don't want to dream. I want to be awake. Yee. <laughs> I want to text people. I want to, I want to talk about the wedding. So babe. I was not awake, waking up at 5am. <laughs> what do you think? What do you want <laughs> for our wedding? Let's give the audience a little sneak peek before we end this. Like, what are you dreaming of? Like, have you ever like hoped and dreamed for something? Like, can we make that dream come true? Well, besides your beautiful bride to be. First and foremost, the most important key to the wedding is the late night snack. So whether that's <laughs> we mini burgers or nachos or something, so that's going to be critical at the wedding. Oh but other than gosh. that, just having plop that part of the bill. Just having all the- our closest friends and family and. Everyone we care about there. That's pretty much it. And we'll figure out the venue. And What should our wedding colors be? No idea. Say the first color that comes to mind. Blue. No, I knew you were going to say that. I don't want it to be blue. Okay. Well, we got things to discuss. We'll wait later. We'll wait later. We'll figure it out. Well, sweetheart, TBD on when the big wedding is. We're so excited but we want to give ample time for COVID to pass if it ever does. I don't know if it really ever will, but yeah. COVID restrictions we want to, have to pass a at legit least. Legit celebration with. Not that people's weddings aren't legitimate, but we want to do it in the capacity that we want to. Yeah. That wasn't the right word, but. Yeah. We both are very, very blessed with like incredible amount yeah. of friends and supportive <clears throat> family members. And yeah. I know what's I, important for us is having yeah. everyone there. And for everyone who is having weddings this year, we, of course, wish you the best and to be safe because... I don't envy your position because, my goodness, that sounds stressful. Yeah. My brother, I went, you know, we saw him get his wedding canceled and everything they went through. And so we definitely feel for everyone. But the important thing is you're still marrying the person you want to be with. So that's that's key. Exactly. Welcome back to another installment of Questions with Kelly. It's not just Kelly. It's <laughs> Austin. It's Austin. Yay. So oh really, boy. it's Questions for Kelly with Austin. I think that was a great intro. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to say, oh boy, that was amazing. Applaud me. It was great. Thank you so much. <laughs> so we've got a few questions from followers and we're going to answer them for you guys. First question is from Anthony Whistler. He says, what do you think of hyphenated last names? How do you feel about hyphenated last names? I actually never thought about them until we started dating and you had such a strong following in the Navy with your name. And so I think with military, it makes sense. But I'm not going to hyphenate it, though. Yeah, I've just, yeah, no, I know. I like that you are doing your middle name, right? Yeah, I'm thinking about hyphenating my middle name. Yeah. Doing no, Kelly Renee Hall. I and like then that because I'm traditional. So right, it's funny because me being like such a feminist, I still am very traditional, and yeah. I would still like want to take your last <clears throat> name yeah. and be like an official Zabraki. Yeah, so it's fine. 
but yeah, professionally remaining like Lieutenant Hall. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Next question is from Jaden K. Austin, how do you feel about me being in the military? To be honest, I learned a lot about the military. <laughs> Dating Kelly. And yeah, so I, I would hope so. It's my job. I, I mean, I knew about it, but being from a small town in Ohio, there's not a big military presence. I think one kid from my high school went to the Naval Academy and it was a big deal when he did. So we're a big deal. Now that I good thing you know that I'm dating Kelly, I mean, I've always had nothing but support for the military. So now that I'm dating someone in it, it's just cool to learn more about it. Engaged, so, yeah, engaged. Sorry, that's not used to you that. You technically yet. are joining the Navy too. That's what happens. Yeah, not used to that yet. But sorry yeah, for I, the background, guys. Our dog's going nuts again. I, uh, I'm all of for course. it. Next question from good old mom. Robin Zabraki. No oh boy. She says, what do you love the most about each other? Just had to pick that one, didn't you? Yeah, I did. So thanks, Robin. We mentioned it earlier, but I love that Kelly makes me laugh because she's clumsy. But uh <laughs> That's not what you love most about me. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well, most about Kelly is probably just her uh passion. Yeah, thanks. She's Judy. passionate about a lot of different things, wow. and so she keeps me uh working hard on my end, but I don't really have any. I, <laughs> many I'm trying to think passions. what I love about thanks, babes. What do I love about you the most? I would have to say it's like your sense of uh, sense of humor, like your personality. Like you're so like calm, and you really just keep me at ease at all times. What's the word for that? How do I say that? I don't know. Like you're just your presence <laughs> is incredible i think you people are very drawn to you because you have this like calmness about you make everyone feel special that you're talking to and it's an incredible quality i appreciate that man. yeah it's just hard to describe i have to get better at that describing was, my that feelings was fine. That was good we've got a lot of time before the vows so can work on it oh yeah all what right what else last question Da-da-da-da. Were you, this is from Elizabeth M797. Were you both ready for something serious when you met or did you have to grow? For me, I think it was more growing than ready, but I was always open-minded. So I never like, I had been single for probably four or five years, maybe even longer to be honest. And so I just was more like when the right person comes around, I'll know. And so I didn't try to force any relationships. So I definitely think more growing into it, but I was ready as well. I was ready, but I had stopped looking. I feel like that, like I was like off dating apps and had really like, I don't know, just really stopped looking because I was like, you know what? Like when it's meant to happen, it'll happen. And I think everyone just puts so much, like you have to put yourself out there, but everyone like just try so hard to yeah. like find the one yeah. and I believe in destiny and like you're gonna yeah. find the right one obviously this was destiny yeah. we accidentally ended up on a double date together and if you force if you're trying to force relationships it won't work yeah so I mean we weren't old by any means we were 25 26 when we met I think yeah I think we were ago. yeah you were 25 I, I was 26 because you were turning tw- you turned 27 like right after right yeah and then yeah. I turned 26 short. That's but, how it works. Yeah, yeah. That's how the age works. Kelly's yep. older, for the record. I'm nine months older, exactly. Mm-hmm. This record. But it's because I was born, and then God was like, wow, you need a partner. And then he sent you. 
Whoa. Exactly nine months later. Isn't that crazy? Uh-huh. So all about to say, we were already ready. But thanks for joining me here for Questions with Kelly. And, and thanks for joining Questions with Austin. <laughs> this is what I want you guys to see more of. I want you to see funny Austin. Because you're actually pretty funny. I hate to admit it. See. But on the podcast, you get all clammed up and flustered. That's not true. I'm just, I, I'm calm. You're calm. All right. All right. Thanks for joining me, fiance. I love you. And that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Until next week, this is Your Misunderstood. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Misunderstood Podcast. I love hearing from you guys. And I want you to take a screenshot of this episode, tag at misunderstood.podcast on Instagram and share a takeaway from today's episode. Something you loved, something you wanted more of, whatever it is, it helps me learn what you guys want to hear. Please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify. I want to give a special shout out to my friends at Hatch for producing this episode. If you're looking to launch a podcast or if you already have one, you can get unlimited podcast editing by visiting usehatch.fm. That's usehatch.fm. Thanks so much, guys. Until next week, this is your misunderstood Kelly Hall.